Today's sponsor for TFE is brought to you by Amazon's Audible.com service, who has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. Get a free audiobook of your choice at www.audibletrial.com slash TFE radio. Welcome back, everybody, to TFE Radio Uncut and Uncensored for Saturday, December 5th, 2020. I'm your humble host and narrator, James Strength Navarro. It is literally three days before yours truly turns 42 years old. Yes, 42 years old or 42 years young. It will be my birthday on Tuesday, December 8th. 2020 and i am your humble host and narrator james strength navarro in case you didn't know or i didn't already say it i don't like to look back i would like to look forward and that's why we are on episode six because we are moving forward with the tfu radio network i am so glad and happy that you have all joined us once again for our sixth week in business with this tfu radio network and thank you for everybody who has donated, subscribed, shared, downloaded the show, given nothing but positive feedback, shown your love, and have been nothing but positive to us to this point. I am actually looking forward to my birthday because it is something, for one, that is the first time during a year, or the only time during the year, excuse me, that I, um, I can actually make something about myself. You know, I'm, I'm constantly... Um, you know, just always putting everything and everyone ahead of myself, uh, people who I care about, of course, and just keeping it always even keel. And uh, I learned my lesson for not keeping um, people and their best interests at heart in front of me, bad people, that is, and people who do never reciprocate. So I learned my lesson. But I do keep the people that I love and respect and that love and respect me and hold me in high regard as I hold them in high regard at the top of my uh, priority list. So, you know, sometimes it's good to sort of, you know, be a little selfish and enjoy your own day. You know, it's the day that you were born. And I always say, as they say in Scarface, you know, every day above ground is a good day. So uh, I am looking forward to this birthday, even though it's going to be a COVID birthday. Toronto is a red zone right now. I am looking forward to it. I am looking forward to whatever the day may bring. Uh, I pretty much have an idea what I'll be doing. So I'm not going to be surprised by anything or disappointed by anything. I just know that I'm going to... Um, I know I'm probably uh, most likely going to receive um, a number of uh, amazing messages from people and, and uh, all the people who I know and believe that respect me and love me and support me so i am looking forward to that aspect of it um of course obviously we can't do nothing as i mentioned but um you know might step out get some food or do something i don't know uh but i know i will be uh home uh for the most part i will be home and um you know just sort of uh enjoying the day and 
and enjoy it and all the love that I know I will be getting from you, the listener, my supporters, and the people who obviously love me, know me personally and professionally. So I'm looking forward to that. However, I do want to get into a specific topic that has been brought to my attention uh, in more detail. Uh, it's been something that I have actually been noticing before it was brought to my attention directly. Um, indirectly, I was seeing a lot of this um, particular topic uh, being shrewd throughout um, the internet and online everywhere uh, amongst the chitter chatter amongst the people I have been hearing a lot of different talk with um, you know certain pardon me I have to check something audio level wise you know how the show goes you gotta check things and when you're noticing you're seeing the line and you're seeing the graphic go up and down about your voice it's supposed to be at a certain level and when you're seeing it it doesn't look normal because uh whenever i go to record the show um i always do my testing to make sure that my levels my audio my volume everything is good and that i am bringing to you the best highest quality version of my voice in recording the TFU radio uncut and uncensored Trinidad wrestling shows under the network and I want to make sure that you can hear me and it doesn't sound like there's an echo or I'm in a tunnel or I'm in a submarine so I just have to check that real quick so if you hear any kind of pausing and rejoining of this audio and sort of a collaboration of the two sounds being mashed together uh, that's just me checking everything. I had to play back what I had already record, uh, recorded so that it sounded good and that there was no issues. So as I'm watching the graphic go up and down, I'm literally the, uh, I'm the voice, I'm the, uh, the producer, the editor, I am the person who saves everything, uploads everything. I do everything myself with this particular show. But anyway... That's all technical talk. Uh, it also gave me a chance as I was uh, doing my playback. And I'm just going to keep it real here, as I will always do. I was actually just having some nice, delicious orange mango Sunny D, which is like my jam right now. I love to drink orange mango Sunny D and uh, had some um, chocolate wafers. Oh, so good. Listen, Dollarama, Dollarama is the shiznit right now. If you live in Toronto and you have a Dollarama near you, go and grab you some of these things. These are some of the things that help me pass the time when I'm doing my work. And, you know, for me, it's always 80s music. 80s music mixes on loop. I have like about six in my Winamp player and I have it on loop. And it's about just without even having it on loop, it's 20 hours plus of 80s mixes six mixes all um all together in in its own particular order i get you know winamp sort of um the winamp player shuffles it and organizes it into uh you know the least amount of time of the mix to the highest amount of time so it's 20 hours plus of like nothing but 80s mixes so you get a chance to hear just about every song that ever came out in the 80s for the most part on uh, a 20 hour complete just 20 hour single clip but when i have it on loop 
because you have the option, as you know, for those of you tech people out there, when you have the old school WinApp, which I do, which is the high, which is the highest and most updated version. You know, it's the same. It, it's 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 more my my jam. You know, when I'm using the WinApp because I've been using it for the last what was it, 17, 18 years now. Uh, it's the most simplest way to listen to my music. I listen to it off the laptop. Uh, you know, just if I'm around the uh, the apartment doing my thing, and or if I have to leave and I have to keep some sound going for my um, my pets. You know, I'm a bunny, I'm a bunny daddy, so my bunnies have to listen to something so that you know they kind of feel like you know not only are they keeping each other company, but obviously you know they could hear something and listen to something to kind of keep the sound going, and they're not uh, you know feeling you know, too lonely without me, um, or I'll just listen to it through the headphones, or even if I'm sitting at my desk doing my work, so it's always something good to have in the background, and so it, it loops, uh, you could press that, and then it basically will turn into, as long as your computer doesn't crash, restart, or conk out some way, or somehow, or the power's not out, it will play for more than 20 hours, if it's on loop, it will play forever, so I have that going, and, uh, you know, I have my little intricacies about how I produce this show and how when I do my work at my desk. You know, I usually fall asleep at my desk because it's my chair is so comfortable. I and I'm just like because I know that I'm I um, I do a lot of work. I'm uh, I'm probably as you'll find out, I'm one of the more harder worker people, hardest working people. You'll you'll probably come to know because, you know, like I always say, when the world sleeps, I'm plotting, planning, conniving, and just, uh, you know, being like a, a, a thief in the night uh, and just, you know, making my stuff happen. I would rather have a conversation, just for example, as I'm a night owl, I'd rather have a conversation at midnight than having a conversation at, you know, 12, you know, 12 in the morning or excuse me, uh, 12 in the afternoon or whatever. But no, I mean, I could talk to anybody at any time. I'm just saying I'm a night owl. So, um, my chair is very comfortable. My uh, my setting and how I've made everything comfortable for me to sit on the chair. I know this is not good, but I do get up and do you know stretches and exercises, especially as I work from home for the most part for more than ten years now. Uh, I gotta make sure I always get up and walk around the apartment. You know, stretch. You know, exercise a little bit. You know, go and get some water, or if I only already have some cold, fresh water beside me in my water bottle, I will uh, go to the fridge. You know, uh, get some of that, or get a snack, or you know, chow down on something in the in the uh, from the fridge. I could just quickly eat, or um, or I might just take my break, long break, and just make some food or whatever. Either cook. Or bake something or whatever the case um, you know obviously make sure that my my little baby bunnies are taken care of and they have their uh, their food and their water and everything's fresh and they're eating and they're doing their uh, numbers as we call it you know they're number one and number two in their their living space um, or just might walk around look outside a little bit you know, take some breeze in, you know, I have a fan going, it's actually on the floor, so I have it on the desk, it's going to interfere with the sound, and you'd hear like a buzzing sound, um, you know, and I, I got everything I need in front of me, so it's, it's, it's the best way for me to sit and just, you know, do everything I need to do without having to get up, 
you know, and unless I have to go to the bathroom, of course, or I get mail or something that I'm expecting, I got to answer the door if I have a package from Amazon or Canada Post or whatever the case may be. So I have my setup and I'm giving you a, basically I'm pulling the curtain back so you could um, understand how I sort of just sit at my desk for the most part working from home, even with the COVID going on. And I sit at this desk at, for long periods of time, sometimes all day without getting up. Um, not having to go to the bathroom, whatever the case may be. So, like I said, I'm giving you an insight of how I sort of prepare and do my work and, you know, sit here for long periods of time. I mean, this is my safe haven is, you know, the environment in which I live. I still live in the hood, as I have talked about, and I tell you, I still go ahead and, uh, you know, I, I um, you know, I, I, I do my thing. I, I really do do my thing and really just... Um, I really just sit here and just work my ass off and, you know, to bring this show to you all, for example, you know, the blogs coming up, the digital TV coming up, all the uh, other stuff that I got coming up, you know, through the company, um, you know, I really do just, um, I really do just work as hard as I can, you know what I mean? Not just for myself, but for you, the people trying to bring this show to you and trying to make things as entertaining and as interesting as possible because um you know this is what i do this is what i've always wanted to do with my company i've always wanted to um to to be in entertainment and sports and 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 be um you know a content provider and uh, just being the uh, uh be be in business for myself and um you know being a um, you know, being a business owner is very important to me. So I just wanted to give you a little bit of insight of uh, myself, which also gives me a great segue to get into this topic, as I was mentioning before, that was brought to my attention on a more grander scale for me to really, really pay attention even more so. And this topic, for those of you who are living in India, or those of you who are Indian and you're well aware of the crowds of Indian farmers gathering for days to protest new agricultural laws. Uh, the best way I could put this situation right now, because it is a major, major story right now in the news in India. Um, you know, I, I grew up with East Indians. Being West Indian, I grew up with with East Indians. I've recently reconnected with one of my, my closest, dearest uh, just oldest, you know, brothers, as I call him, and he is a brother to me. Uh, he's Punjabi. Um, I, I've got nothing but Punjabi people in my life from past, present, future, you know, uh, Indian people, East Indian people, whether they be from India or they're from Pakistan or Sri Lanka or Bengal or uh, Goa or whatever the case may be, wherever you're from, if you're Indian and you have been paying attention to the story, I am going to do my part as a West Indian or even just as somebody who is a podcaster, um, you know, a podcast network owner, because that's what I consider myself to be a podcast network owner. I want to bring as much attention to this and do my part to uh, lend my voice and my opinions to help out the cause to try to help these farmers uh, reclaim or um, maintain 
their ownership and continue to earn their living and so that they can continue doing what um what they love and also what brings you know the basically that puts the food on the table for their families and themselves so i did want to get into some of this right now um I wanted to get into some of the notes that I have a part of this, and I will give you uh, the details of what this entire situation is about and the protesting and everything. I do have my notes here, and I will, in fact, uh, get a more into this, um, and I will give you my, my thoughts about the situation. This uh, particular situation is... Right now, farmers are protesting three new bills in Delhi, in Delhi, India. Number one, the Farmers Produce Trade and Commerce Promotion and Facilitation Bill. Number two, the Farmers Empowerment and Protection Agreement on Price Assurance and Farm Services Bill. And number three, the Essential Commodities Amendment Bill. Together, these will loosen rules around sale, pricing, and storage of farm produce, rules that have protected India's farmers from the free market for decades. So, as we get more into this, I will read uh, more of what this entails. So, these are just the cliff notes, okay? And, uh, I, like I said, I will get more into detail of what I think about this. So, according to uh, Rashpinder Singh, 27, a farmer from Punjab state. Quote, the government has left us at the mercy of big corporations. It is preposterous to believe that farmers who have small land holdings will have any bargaining power over private players. Government officials have said that farmers can sell their produce to whoever they want, whenever they want. How, <coughs> excuse me, how can a small farmer store his produce for months on end? He will not have access to storage facilities. As a result, it is very likely that the produce will be sold at a rate which is unsustainable for the farmer, unquote. The source comes from Al Jazeera. As we continue on, for decades, farmers found themselves driven deeper into debt by crop failures and the inability to secure competitive prices for their produce. Finding themselves unavailable, unable, excuse me, finding themselves unable to cope, many have resorted to taking their own lives, which has been another, as a side note, which is a very big side note, something that needs to be brought to people's attention because this is people's livelihood they are in fact committing suicide and this is why this is such a big deal for people to be protesting this because it is such a big deal it is such a big thing these individuals are literally taking their lives because their livelihoods are being ripped away from them but you know what let me continue on and i will give you my personal thoughts and opinions about this and as i said i will hope to try to lend my voice to the voiceless these bills were, will result in farmers going further into debt and having to sell off the little land they have, uh, two to five acres for small fi farmers, and driving up farmer suicide rates, which are already astronomical. This is also a gender 
equity problem. 80% of all economically active women in India are employed in the agriculture, agricultural sector. They compromise, they comp excuse me, they comprise 33% of the agricultural labor force and 48% of the self-employed farmers. According to Oxfam India, women work about 3,300 hours in a crop season compared with 1,860 hours by men. Jesus Christ. But the image of a farmer remains that of a man. Women have significantly less land ownership. 85% rural women engaging in agriculture only about 13% own land. Due to the patriarchal land title system, more than 90% of agricultural land in the country continues to be transferred only through inheritance and other customary practices which further deny women their land share, even when it is permitted under the law that women can own land and independently manage its affairs. Quote, land rights discrimination is a violation of human rights. This is, source comes from Shazin Khan for the second angle. Continuing, cultural norms and lack of collateral often prevent women from borrowing money for capital investments. Female, fa female farmers will be less likely than men to buy and use fertilizer drought-resistant seeds, sustainable agricultural practices, and other advanced farming tools and techniques that increase crop yields. In 2011, M.S. Swamingdan, leaving, leading agricultural scientist and... Excuse me. Rajya... Sapa, 2007-2013 member, even proposed a Women Farmers Entitlement Bill, which sought to provide for the gender-specific needs of women farmers, protecting their entitlements, protecting rights over agricultural land and water resources and access to credit, among other things. But this bill was forgotten. How can you talk about agricultural reforms without talking about women who will be most affected by it? The source, again, comes from Shazin Khan for the second angle. So, uh, that is basically the sort of the cliff notes of why um, a lot of this is going on right now in the protesting. Um, unfortunately, now, as we see, the suicide rate amongst farmers continues to grow, as you heard, astronomically. My opinions about this is that, first of all, just to summarize this, this is, this is big bank take little bank. In this case, it's big bank take no bank. These individuals are trying to make a living. A lot of them, as you see and you hear through the news and through what I just tried to read to you, is women involvement. And the women are being X'd out. The men are being X'd out. Anyone who's a farmer is being X'd out. And they're being forced out of their own land. They're being forced out. This is not even eminent domain. This is, this is literally, like I said, big bank take no bank. 
at least with eminent domain, it's 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 considered still the same thing, but you know, there's a fancy title being thrown on top of it. But it's all the same. It's much like when you see and no offense to anything, any big corporations, but you've seen it. When you've seen the the negative side of a big corporation, a big department store, for example, here, um, you know, where we had Zellers and then Zellers got taken over by the United States, who then thought, okay, we need to open up shop in Canada, in Toronto in particular, because it's a hot spot for shopping. Let's open up a Target. Target didn't last very long. I think it was open for about a year, maybe, and then it went out of business. And now it's a Lowe's. I'm just talking about uh, in my area, uh, specifically, it got turned into a Lowe's, which we probably did not need. We probably needed a Walmart more than anything in this area since Target uh, was already um, out of here and Zellers was already going out of business, being Zellers being um, um, a, a Canadian uh, sort of corporation. But it is what it is. It you know it. it we don't have a whole lot when it comes to uh, ownership. You know, the corporations that come in, whether they're needed or not, they're there. Sometimes when you wish that they would step in, like in the case of what I just said, Walmart does have its pros and cons. I got nothing against Walmart. There is one not far away from where I live. Where I live, though, in the more, in the more of the specific region of where I live, we could have used actually a Walmart. It would have been closer and it would have been not so further out, you know, closer to getting into Scarborough, which is where I live at the East End. Um, But we did not have that. We had something that, you know, while needed, wasn't absolutely needed. And this is the case of, of just, you know, when you live in the city, you have the you have the idea you have the right that you can sort of choose what or you would like to see uh, chosen as something that would be brought in in terms of big corporation if you live in the city okay I would rather have this instead okay if Target goes out of business there should be a Walmart here because we need it because a Walmart isn't everything all purpose sort of department store instead. they open up a Lowe's instead now again if you're buying a sink you're buying faucets you're buying you know bug spray you're buying you know home appliances you're buying that sort of thing you know doors you know windows things of that nature then cool all right then this store is for you but the problem is is that you can't buy everything at a Lowe's so in this case Walmart was needed but in the case of as I'm trying to bring this back full circle to the situation in India, this is farmland. This is not the city. They don't have choice. There is no pro-choice here. The corporations come in, wipe them out, you know, take their rights away from them. If that's one way to X them out, yes, it is. Or they'll be like, all right, well, we're just claiming basically eminent domain on your property and we're going to open up a big department store we're going to open up uh you know because now it's it's reached india of course you know india is very modern very modernized very westernized oh we're going to open a starbucks here or we're going to open up um you know whatever sort of big shopping mall that they have in Trin- uh excuse me i was at trinidad in india uh, i got trinidad on my mind right now but um 
and I have India definitely on my mind. So we're gonna do something like that. We're gonna we're gonna open something that basically is maybe for the most part not necessary, but because we're the big corporation and we got all the money, we got all the resources, we're going to take over and X these people out. And you know it's like India, you could say it's a third world country, a second world country, whatever the case may be, you know, they still don't have, you know, um, everything that like a major city or a major country has when it comes to, um, you know, India is still one of the poorest countries on the planet. There are parts of India that are more affluent and more resourceful, more lucrative, more financially sound more financially um uh how would you say this more financially well off but again there are just parts of india that are just very very poor and a lot of these farmers rely on what they do to survive to make ends meet to keep their livelihoods going to feed their families feed whoever they're supporting including themselves and here are these corporations with all the money and everything come in and just completely wipe these people out and then you wonder why the suicide rate amongst these farmers are ridiculously high i mean just the women's stuff alone is fucked up it literally is fucked up and that's why even though I'm stuttering and stammering through this and maybe not making the most sense, I want to lend my voice. Hence why I'm bringing up this topic for this show. You know, three days before my birthday, I want to make sure that as I get older, I can contribute some way more and more to things that otherwise, like Joaquin Phoenix said in Hotel Rwanda, when you see something bad happening across the world, across the globe you look at it and go oh that's too bad and then you change the channel and you forget it and put it out of your mind and again i'm just paraphrasing what he said in the hotel rwanda but it's true this is not something that's going to go away i've seen my friends and 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 loved ones who are east indian people i grew up with people that you know are taking up the cause and trying to raise awareness that this needs to stop that this is happening this is literally like like business and and literally suicide genocide happening right now if you see the numbers if you do more research into this as i have you will see that this shit is sickening like this is something like you've not seen before i mean i've seen documentaries about walmart i've seen documentaries about um you know ebay i've seen uh documentaries about enron which i had rewatched recently the smartest guys in the room that one in particular you've seen documentaries about um you know like bowling from columbine at fahrenheit 9-11 or fahrenheit 11-9 you know by michael moore i've seen all these documentaries including you know supersize me and supersize me too which i had to actually shut off because i was just I, I couldn't stand to see what I was seeing, but when it came to the chicken farming and chicken breeding and all that. But anyway, um, and you know, it's funny because I am a, I am a I am a meat eater, but uh, I have not really been eating chicken for the last few months. But I mean, when you see these things brought to your attention and you see the pros and cons of everything and big corporations and things of that nature, it always sort of it irks you. It makes you upset. 
and it makes you more aware of about problems that need to be fixed still to this day in this world. And then when you're not as powerful as a country as the United States or even Canada uh, or even the UK and you live in places like India or Trinidad or Jamaica or, uh, you know, you live in certain parts of Mexico or Colombia and you don't have um, all the resources to fight these corporations, what, what are you left with? You end up having to go find yourself, you know, begging for money on the street or committing crimes or which is another whole story as to why... You know, the crime rate always is at astronomical levels still even to this day in different countries where you go to war, you go to protests or you, you know, you're just it, it just turns into a clusterfuck of negativity, you know, or you're even finding yourself in the unemployment line trying to collect a check in order just to feed yourself and your family or you're going and you're actually like, well, I have no choice. I have to get a job with one of these big corporations and see if I can you know land a job there at least and it's not as easy it's not easy it's not easy to 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 go and basically beg for your own job you know like even people who are like in the current times you know a lot of businesses have shut down because of the 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 pandemic and some people i know that were very close to me had to interview for their own job you know it's like what and these individuals these men and women in India are struggling and they don't have the money or the resources to fight these big corporations. These big corporations, they don't have any kind of any kind of act right. They have no kind of sympathy when it comes to making their money, you know, padding their pockets and then turning around and saying, well, that's tough breaks. We can't help you and we're not going to. So here it is. They'll give you a little bit of money if that's the kind of uh, business that they're doing but still it's not enough and even a lot of them don't give you any money period so then you're basically out of a job you're out of a livelihood and for some of these unfortunate individuals who have no other choice they end up being out of their lives because they take their own life and these corporations they don't care but that's what needs to stop as well because to me that's the most openly blatant version of white collar crime like fraud you know like you were literally taking people's livelihoods away from them to pad your own pocket to continue your 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 big uh, machine going you know and these people are not even you know a lot of these people who are big executives and this that and the third they don't they don't see what we see as the people who live on this planet as uh as 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 citizens and live on this planet in, in a realistic form where we see what happens because we're from the gutter we're from the nothing we're from the sewers we're from the streets we're from the struggle we're from the battle we're from the war we don't got nothing we don't got nothing and at the end of the day we have to struggle and fight for crumbs and while these corporations go ahead and do whatever they want and x everybody out it's unfortunate because now we're talking about people's lives at stake, not just their livelihood and trying to survive and stay afloat and make ends meet. We're talking about people are losing their lives. And there's no 
women equality here. I mean, India is still fighting for India. Uh, some uh, different parts of India still don't have women equal rights. I mean, shit, we're still fighting for that in the, in Canada. Still fighting for that in the United States and England and other parts of the countries, uh, other parts of countries and all, all over the world. Trinidad still doesn't have equal rights for for women. You know, Jamaica, Guyana, you know, Mexico, Colombia, all these um these North American, Central America, and and South American countries, they still don't have equal rights for women. Now look at India. I read the numbers to you. Women don't have any kind of rights, period, if they're a farmer. You know, because it's a man's world still, even in India. The backwards mentality still exists there as well. Yes, it does. 85% rural women engage in agriculture, only about 13% own land. 13%. That's terrible. I mean, there's all kinds of wrong with this situation. And I just hope and pray that if somebody's listening out there to this, that, you know, we need to bring and shine an awareness on this and put the pressure on these corporations in India who are coming in and trying to X, quote unquote, the little man out and even the little women out, you know, so they can do whatever that's most likely I can guarantee you not needed for the area or for the land. Because, you know, even in countries like India, in India, Trinidad, Guyana, Jamaica, whatever the case, if you're in the Caribbean, you're in the West Indies, the big thing is that when you obtain a piece of land, there's always, always some fuckery that goes along with it. You're going to court over that land. You know, there's always a fight amongst family, amongst, you know, colleagues and amongst people who try to stab you in the back and go, that's my land. I'm going to build houses here or build a house here. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You know, it's always, it's never, never pretty. So can you imagine what these individuals are going for when it comes to just having equal rights and having a say and having their voice heard? They're now the voice of the voiceless because they've always been that. And they're trying to have their voice heard against these corporations and they try to fight, but they don't have the resources to fight because again, it's big bank, take no bank. You know, they have all the resources. It's like being tied up in court with a big corporation forever. You will eventually have to settle out because if you don't got the funds to battle, then that's it. You got to settle out of court and then your fight is over and whether you win or you lose, you're really ultimately a loser because... You can't hang and your paper is not long enough to battle these corporations. So again, think about these men and women who are farmers and don't have the resources to go out there and, and fight these court battles. in Because, you know, at the end of the day, court can be considered corporation. You know, it's, it's you know, you come from a farm and in here you're going to go to court over something that you own, something that you are using as a piece of your ownership in order to gain more for yourself and your for your family and the people you support around you you're trying to support you're trying to provide you know you're basically at the corporation's mercy going into a court you can't last unless you got a big wealthy financial backer who's got endless pockets and what are the likelihood of that you know what i'm saying so this is just a situation that i hope it gets resolved in some kind of way. Unfortunately, it doesn't look like that right now. You know, the Punjab state, um, 
India, uh, the Punjabi people, the the Sikhs or the Sikhs, as you would pronounce it more accurately, uh, Indian people overall, no matter what race, color, creed, or religion you are, that live in India and are farmers. God bless you. My thoughts and prayers are with all of you. If you can help it, please, you know, a lot of you, if you can listen to this and you don't know what to do, you know, there will always be a light that will shine down on you, no matter what, what, uh, what God you believe in. He is shining down on you. He is looking at you and he will help you out. Just do not take your life. That is not the way to go. It is not the way to go. I know it may seem so tough. But again, as we always say, that God would only put something on your shoulders that he knows that you can handle. And I hope, and again, I hope and pray that these corporations wake up and realize that if you're going to X anybody out, you better think twice. You could find somewhere else to set up your shop or your big shopping mall complex or your big, you know, housing, um, you know, projects or whatever the case may be. You know, set up your your money makers somewhere else. India is one of the biggest and largest company. Uh, sorry, India is one of the biggest countries on the planet with billions of people living there. You know, there is land everywhere to start something, but just don't wipe out the agriculture because the agricultural is what helps India's um, vast resources and the exporting and importing trade and the business of it uh is what um is what people rely on and what the country relies on so if you come in as a corporation where are you going to get all these resources from where are you going to get all these riches from where are you going to get all these resources from these natural resources where are you going to get all this this the, 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 these vegetables and fruits and uh, uh, you know oils and and um, you know spices and all these other different things. Where are you going to get that from? You can mass market. You can mass market, but you can't mass produce like these farmers. Again, that's why you always think like these corporations don't have this shit thought out properly. The first thing that they see is dollar signs, and they go, "We're going to ask these people out. We'll force them off their land." We'll close them down. If they don't go quietly, then we're going to be making an example of them very loudly. And this is why this shit will never stop. And unfortunately, it's reared its ugly head. You know, big bank taking no bank needs to stop. It needs to stop. This is no exception. No exception. You know, it's... It is what it is. These corporations need to realize what they're doing. And the people that are behind these corporations need to knock it off with this idea that, you know, it's going to help everybody. It's not going to. People are losing their lives. Losing their lives. You think it's going to stop overnight? No. But again, you have to spark some sort of change in order to create a mass a mass positive level of understanding that okay you know what let's work with these people or let's set up shop somewhere else but again this is not how corporations think they see dollar signs and that's it it is what it is they see dollar signs and nothing but and guess what while your corporation is a big corporation a big franchise or whatever the case 
you're always going to be making money but then what about the little person what about the little farmer what about the little the, the little uh the little um you know piece of land that has these farmers that are trying to you know make ends meet are trying to eat are trying to feed their families feed their friends feed their whoever you know pay people provide jobs and help the economy you're wiping out everybody just in one shot and for what for things that most likely as i made mention are not needed like i said we didn't need another lowe's we needed a walmart that's a different case when it comes to wanting a corporation in there these people don't want whatever you're trying to sell they're not buying they just want to maintain their living because this is their life this is their livelihood this is what they know they're passionate about it they love it and on top of that they know that at the end of the day this is where they get their source this is their only source for the most part of their income again to survive i can't stress this enough in order to survive you know some of them are thriving but guess what not a lot of them are thriving you know they are trying their best to use what they have and trying to basically make a, a you know a mountain out of all this scrap and all this metal that they have that they've been given that falls into their lap you know you're wiping them out and for what for something that you'll eventually tear down later on you know it is what it is so my thoughts and prayers are to the farmers in india that are being unfortunately forced out of their land forced out of their livelihoods and may god bless all of you and the fight be in your corner to win the strength be in your corner to win this battle to win this war and first of all to even be able to wage war against these big corporations and these 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 money hungry you know just anyway degenerates i guess you could say you know while they sit in the nice little palatial houses that they have you the little people are in your little shacks and you're on your little pieces of land you know trying to just eat trying to have some sense of normalcy and comfort you know it's something that will never go away unfortunately but let's hopefully with this being brought to light on this show and hopefully in other shows and you know all other content that you see out there pertaining to this particular subject it does in fact lead to something positive for the farmers and for everybody involved you know and i hope that the protests go as smoothly as possible and nobody is treated unfairly or beaten up or physically damaged in any kind of way because the emotional abuse the emotional damage is already there and now they're being physically xed out i hope and pray once again that i can hope to spark something here that will lead to everybody realizing that there is a another type of pandemic going on in india and that is suicide farmer suicide due to being xed out by corporations in india i hope that we can all put a stop to all of this and cooler heads prevail 
and we could finally have some semblance of normalcy in some kind of way and they can have a um, a solution to this problem that needs to be dealt with so that's my take on this for now uh, there'll be more to this story coming as I find out and I will definitely report back to all of you and see if we have uh, made any kind of inroads here any kind of leeway with the situation but again my thoughts and prayers go out to those who have lost their loved ones due to this situation I hope that the protests uh, do continue in a very um, effective and positive manner and these corporations wake up and realize you cannot be doing this to your own people and if you want to talk about systematic racism and stereotyping and things of that nature you could always just listen to last week's show where i talk about racism in trinidad and how i've always felt that my own kind being that i'm a brown man do not treat ourselves and each other with any kind of respect we're ter we're more terrible to each other than any other race color or creed or religion is towards us the brown man or the black man or you know the asian man or whatever the case may be our own kind treats each other terribly and this is no exception in india you know our own kind is treating each other terribly and all because of the dollar which again at the end of the day you cannot take it with you so if you want to listen to something about racism in trinidad which basically applies to this same situation in india go back and listen to last week's show of tfv radio trinidad and you could hear my take about uh, what I'm mentioning here and about racism and uh, stereotyping and Xing people out and treating each other badly because this is no exception and I hope that we can spark the change to start finally moving towards peace and quiet and prosperity that's it for me I'll be back after these messages a word from our sponsor TFE Radio Uncut and Uncensored Episode 6 <laughs> Amazon's Audible service is offering our listeners a free audiobook of your choice and a free 30-day trial membership. Just go to www.audibletrial.com slash TFE Radio and choose from over 180,000 audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to www.audibletrial.com slash TFE Radio. That's www.audibletrial.com slash TFE Radio and get started today. Welcome back, everybody, to TFE Radio Uncut and Uncensored for Saturday, December 5th, 2020. This is our second segment, our sixth episode, and our first show for this round of shows under the TFE Radio Network. I'm your humble host and narrator, James Strength Navarro. This is the episode titled Stand for Something or Fall for Anything, as you can tell this situation that I spoke about in the first segment, the Indian farmers versus the corporations and government and their new laws, agricultural laws, is something that I have become um, very, very interested in speaking about and exposing and uh, lending my voice to, and hopefully that there will be a positive, uh, positive outcome for people losing their income excuse me 
I am trying to sound good with my words, and I'm not sounding that great. Uh, as you could tell, sometimes when I get a bit passionate, I start to then stutter, stammer, you know, be at a loss for words sometimes because it's just like I can't believe I have to find myself talking about things that should have been fixed a long time ago, you know, equality. Will we ever get there? Who knows? But anyhow, I wanted to get to something a little bit more um, on the lighter side. Uh, like I said, this is a show and a network that covers every and anything of interest, the good, the bad, the ugly, as I may mention of how and why I bring the Trinidad show. It's everything good, bad, and ugly about Trinidad and being Trinidadian. This network is everything good, bad, and the ugly. You know, we will talk about, you know, lighthearted stuff, cool stuff, you know, nerdy stuff, you know, serious stuff, you know, just every and anything of interest and things that need to be brought to light, like the situation I covered in the first segment. In this segment, I'm going to get to our weekly segment of which would you prefer? Now, this week, I thought about it. I said, you know what? This would be a nice little uh, transition into something a little bit lighter. Get you guys thinking a little bit. You know, again, like I said, we talk about the cool stuff and even the borderline geeky stuff. But here we go. So this week's installment of which would you prefer? A good gangster movie, a good horror movie, or a good ninja movie? You only have a choice of between those three genres of movies so again what would you prefer which would you prefer a good gangster movie a good horror movie or a good ninja movie you can only choose one and i thought about this and i said damn i don't even know what i would choose so if you're listening to this before i give you my answer because i'm thinking about my answer right as i'm recording this right now speaking to all of you I'm thinking about what I would choose, and I can only choose one, and you, the listener, can only choose one. I like to give these scenarios to get you guys all thinking. So, I'm thinking myself right now. I'm putting my own brain power to testing here. Um, I would personally would choose, and you can only choose one. Man, you can only choose one. Um... Jeez, that's tough. That is really tough. If I had to choose... You know, I'm systematic with things, so let me just say this. Alright, let me... Okay, for three of these genres that I I am thinking about here as I've presented this question to you, I will pick my top favorite movie for all three genres, and then I will select... My one movie that I can only choose because I have one choice out of the three genres of movie that I would have to choose. So for a good gangster movie, I would choose uh, The Godfather. The Godfather, the first one. The good horror movie, I would choose The Exorcist, of course. And a good ninja movie, I would choose Revenge of the Ninja. Ninja 3, uh, Revenge of the Ninja with Sho Kusugi. So if I had to choose now between those three movies, and I could only choose one from one of these genres that I made mention of, which would I choose? I would choose... 
and I can only watch one. Let's just say hypothetically speaking, again, you were you were stuck at home like a lot of us are anyway, and we had to choose one movie to watch. Now, let's just loosen up the ties here a little bit. We're we're under a pandemic, so we got to stay home. We got to choose one movie to choose from these three genres. But you could eventually watch your other movies afterwards, but you could only choose one movie. You have to choose one. Which would it be? Okay, so I've, 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 I've set the premise down. I've laid the foundation to make a choice. You had to choose between these three genres, and I've already given my top movie for each genre. Which one would I choose? I would choose... God, you know what? Okay, I would not choose The Exorcist because I do want to have something, you know, to uh, look forward to when I go to sleep. And I don't want to be seeing that little girl's crazy-ass face. Um, the possessed girl, Linda Blair, uh, when she was little back then. Uh, so I would remove the horror movie from the selection. So no Exorcist. So now it's down to The Godfather and Revenge of the Ninja. Just because it's... I would remove Revenge of the Ninja. So no ninja movie, so... I would choose a good gangster movie. It would be The Godfather. There you go. I technically broke it down for you how I chose. And how I did the uh, process of elimination. So yeah, for me it would be a good gangster movie. And in this case it would be godfather and also because it's a longer movie and i like the longer movies like that because you can really get into it really lose yourself really really suspend your your disbelief suspend your beliefs and you can really just sort of just lose yourself in that movie and just really get into it and uh you know while the exorcist is a long movie it's about well not long long movie it's a little over two hours um and then, depending on which version you've seen, if, if you're watching the original, original version, or you're watching the version they released in 2000, uh, it's about two hours or so. Revenge of the Ninja is about an hour and a half, maybe just under two hours. And Godfather is like a three hour plus movie. So I would say Godfather, just so it could really lose yourself. And of course, you could, when you watch Godfather, or you watch any movie that you choose from these three genres, and you pick a movie from each genre, you can then eventually go and watch some of the other choices that you have. But if you had to choose one, like me, I know mine would be Godfather from the gangster movies. So there you have it. I think that's what I would go for. Um, you know, I like to get you guys thinking when it comes to this. So, I mean, you know, um, let's say I, I, I probably will present the same question, but with another genre another three genres of movies again this is the beauty of just sort of playing and mixing and matching when it comes to this uh, particular segment this particular installment every week you know sort of get you guys thinking you know on a on a nice light-hearted level or uh, you know on a more serious tone as i've tried to do throughout the show's existence so far so yeah that would be it gangster movie for me would be godfather out of the three genres but i would watch exorcist right after it <laughs> for the horror movie and then of course revenge of the ninja for the ninja movie so that's it that is this segment i know it's a shorter segment as i did uh speak a little bit longer rightly so about the uh indian farmers situation in india so we will be back 
a word from our sponsor for our third and final segment as I will get you thinking once again as we will come back with food for thought and I will get to what exactly this week's food for thought will be in the third and final installment after these messages a word from our sponsor Amazon's audible service why Amazon's audible Amazon's Audible content includes more than 180,000 audio programs from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazine and newspaper publishers, and business information providers. Be sure to use our unique URL at www.audibletrial.com TFE radio to get started today. And welcome back everybody to TFE radio on cut and uncensored episode six. Stand for something or fall for anything. This is Saturday, December 5th, 2020, three days before yours truly's 42nd birthday on Tuesday, December 8th, 20. <laughs> I like to give the full dates just so we are, are whoops, as I'm hitting my water bottle here. Uh, I like to give the dates so that we're keeping the level of accuracy going here. Uh... We are at our third and final segment, as I'm just settling in, as this is a day of recording. Of course, I'm not just recording this show. You know how it goes. I record the other shows. I record three shows in one day, put it out there. And we're going to keep this, you know, the schedule consistent, you know, Saturday and nothing beyond that. You know, Saturday, three shows, three different shows for your listening pleasure. And uh, again, if you don't remember, if you don't know, if you're just tuning in, I am your humble host and narrator, James Strength Navarro, the birthday boy, so to speak. I will be turning the big old 42. Uh, see, I'm already forgetting, and I just mentioned <laughs> 42 on Tuesday, this coming Tuesday. So, as I made mention in the previous segment, I was going to get to our this week's installment of Food for Thought, where I will be uh, getting your brain power, getting your brain's uh, going a little bit more. I hope you enjoyed the quick segment there before where I had got you to start thinking about which would you prefer. So here we have food for thought. Now this week's installment is food for thought. Materialism versus respect. What? I guess this, this could also be like a, a which would you prefer, but you know, Food for thought, materialism and respect. I've always thought for myself as an example, as I always like to put myself into the shoes of these questions I, I ask you, the listener. I personally would always choose respect because materialism, you can replace that at any, at any time. Materialism, money, status, you can replace that at any time. You can gain it, lose it, regain it at any time, but not me as a person, not my heart, not my soul, not my very being in existence cannot be, re cannot be replaced or cannot be uh, reproduced. We as people are more important than materialism. Now, mind you, there are some bitch-ass motherfuckers out there who think that because they are able to buy, you know, 
all these different houses and all this or buy a house or buy these many houses or jewelry and stunt and floss and you know buy all this bullshit that ultimately at the end of the day like i say you can't take it with you when the casket drops they think that that is what makes you successful no it doesn't you know it doesn't matter how much money you spend or how much money you spent on a particular item it does not matter you know i would rather use my money if we're speaking about money which we are i would rather use my money and invest it into my own businesses or in the case of those of you who actually have donated to the show i am using it into investing into my businesses to make things better uh, for you the listener or you the reader or you the consumer of my products and my brands and i would like to obviously use that to keep you know the bills paid and you know rent taken care of and things of that nature things that are meaningful you know because obviously without a roof over my head i can't bring any of this free content to entertain all of you or to get you all thinking or to keep you interested in me and my company and my brands and everything that i'm working on and presenting and giving all of you you know money can be replaced at any time but not me as an individual materialism things when it comes to me i know a lot of you are probably going okay well if you don't like materialism things uh what kind of things do you like because you must like something well yeah I've made mention already that I am a collector. I've got back into collecting and I like things that are for me to keep forever and uh, just right now I'm collecting businesses <laughs> because I am starting businesses and so far so good. And I am a collector who likes, you know, I like businesses i like starting a business starting things from scratch because again it's all about ownership which is what i sort of touched upon in the first segment about the indian farmer situation i believe in ownership because if you have ownership of something that you created your own business then the sky's the limit of what you can obtain through having your own businesses not just materialistic wise but what other things that you can uh garner you know, I like a nice plate of hot food. You know, I like a nice fridge full of food, a nice freezer full of food. You know, I like to take care of my pets. As I said, I'm a bunny daddy. You know, make sure that they're good and they don't have to sh worry for anything. I don't have to struggle for them to worry for anything. If they're not going to be eating or whatever the case, they're going to have food. They're going to have water. They're going to have, you know, a roof over their head. They're going to have their play areas. They're going to have everything, their little toys, all that stuff. You know, those are like my children. You know, and if you're if you have children, you are not worrying so much about materialistic things. You're worrying about, you know, the power of the dollar, whatever dollar you earn, how much power does that dollar have and how far can it go to obtain things for your children or for the people that you'd look after or take care of. Other than that, the materialism things don't mean that much to me. Now, as a collector, as I said, I am trying to be the serial entrepreneur that I always wanted to be and collect businesses, I start them and I'm I have a, a collection of businesses right now. And I am trying to grow and expand. But again, like I say, I'm funded by you, the people. I self-fund. I do not have loans or, or, or backers or financial uh, 
you know, angel investors or anything of that. I am a collector of businesses right now. I start them, I create them, I, f I found them, I own them, and I continue to grow them. Uh, on a side of the, um, like the, the cool stuff, even though I think the business stuff is cool, of course, otherwise I would not have gotten into it. Um, I am a fan and a collector of old action figures from the 80s. Uh, I think everything cool came out of the 80s. Action figures, trading cards, things of that nature. I had made mention of uh, one of my close, dearest, oldest uh, friends, brothers, however way you want to call them. Because of him, I've gotten back into collecting again. So we've already got trading cards going again. We've got some uh, some action figures that we've got a list of things that we want to collect and buy and get into. Uh, that kind of stuff. Stuff that, you know, um, I didn't get enough of my childhood to enjoy because I had to grow up pretty fast. And here I am finding myself at age almost 42 in three days. I am already uh, got some garbage pail kids you know, because of my, my best friend there, um, I've got some uh, trading cards, you know, because of my best friend there, I've got uh, action figures and stuff like that, that I've got a list of things that I want to um, obtain for the first time and re-obtain. Uh, my list actually started with, um, and again, I'm just talking about collecting collectibles stuff. My list actually started where I wanted to uh, repurchase and regain uh, for the first time and purchase for the first time games from the original Nintendo Entertainment System. So I've already got a list that I had started a few years ago and it started from there and then when I reconnected with my best friend there then um, you know we started getting into the collecting stuff because that's what we were doing when we were kids back then in the west side of Toronto. It was you know us and Rexdale collecting and trading and playing flicks and all this stuff and flicks is a game i'll get into at some other point but it was the stuff like garbage Pill kids and um fright flicks and all these different things that we got into in magazines wrestling magazines action figures wrestling action figures superhero action figures things of that nature so i'm going to be getting into all that stuff and eventually i put them all on display and then probably uh put some pictures out there on my instagram to show you guys what i've done with my own hard-earned money um money that i've appropriated to collecting again obviously the money that you guys donate and help me out with goes to my company and to everything that pertains to tfe and jn enterprises and you know uh, just just keeping things as positive and as entertaining and as interesting for all of you the listener and the supporter of my brands so that's the kind of stuff that i'm into materialistic wise of course i need some good clothes and i need to smell good you know but i know how to buy those things without having to break the bank i know how to be very resourceful i know where to go to get things i know that i don't have to spend an arm and a leg i know how to do things where i'm not coming out of pocket and um, I'm still paying for things out of my pocket, but not directly out of my pocket, so to speak. Uh, I know how to be very self-sufficient and independent in order to uh, get those things like the shoes, the clothes, you know, the colognes and the, the, the nice smelling soap and all that stuff. You know, I know how to make things happen because I become more resourceful 
being where I am living right now. So materialistic things don't really matter that much to me. Like I'm not a big gadgets fan. I'm not a big, um, I mean, if I, if I have something that works for me, then I will stick with it for a while. You know, obviously I got a new laptop last year uh, around my birthday, Christmas time, which I definitely needed in order to present to you this show and obviously the other shows under the network. Um, you know, uh, certain things that if I see I can buy them at a cost-effective price. Mind you, I'm not a cheapskate, but I just know that I can buy something that is probably $5 and, and still as sturdy and firm and working and strong and durable as the post of spending $50 on something that is just the same. You know, it's all about paying for the brand, right? I am not very impressed by materialistic things at all. I'm not impressed at all, to be honest with you. Um, I do not own a car. I walk everywhere. I think that a car is a luxury for me that I do not need an, an added extra expense that is definitely not needed. You know, I ultimately want to buy my own house outright in my first shot. I want to buy my house and not pay no mortgage or none of that. So I'm I'm moving towards that direction already. I've been doing so. A car is eventually something I will get once I move back to the West End. Not all the way back to the West End, but on the outskirts for the most part. Sort of out of the city, but in the city sort of thing. Uh, I will eventually get it. Um, you know, the, I already know what kind of brand and make and model of car I'm going to get when I eventually get one. I, I've never owned a car before. I mean, I've known how to drive and I know how to drive. I mean, it's been a long time, but I don't have a car. I have an apartment and I have whatever I have been able to build back in my life uh, in this building, in this area. Uh, this area, I've been in the area for the most part 27 years in this particular building. I'm about to come up on in two days, actually, one day before my 42nd birthday on the 8th. On the 7th, the day before, I will be hitting 13 years in this particular building that I live in and in the area in the hood that I live in. You know, but it's 27 years overall. I have what I've regained and what I have never had before by way of sheer hard work. Sheer hard work, dedication, discipline, desire, you know, what I actually need to have and want to have are different things. What I need to have is what I need. What I want to have is the collectible stuff that I'll eventually buy back and slowly gaining right now. Just as to sort of give myself something to look forward to when I finally move out of here. So I stockpile a lot of things that I want when I am able to get it. And I don't have to take care of business first like rent or the bills or food or take care of the stuff for the my baby bunnies of course or i don't need to buy myself any clothes or things that i need essentials you know what i mean so materialistic things do not impress me because again at the end of the day like if you and if you look at uh, some of the things i do in my businesses for example the reselling business on ebay i'm trying to and will eventually expand that so that i have more reselling businesses on different platforms aside from ebay you would see that a lot of the stuff that i'm selling comes from people who um, just sort of run through materialistic stuff like water and have no need for it I'm like all right give it to me i'll make some money i'll make i'll try to make the money back that you spent or in the case of some people wasted on it and here you go here's your money but here's my cut you know the, the life of a hustler and an entrepreneur you know 
selling all kinds of different brand name stuff and all kinds of things of that nature. It's materialistic nonsense that I don't really care for. Now, obviously, if you're a woman and you like some of that stuff, that's cool. You know, if you're down to earth and you don't need some of that stuff, then you're like me. You know, I, I'm a grown ass man. I don't need a whole lot in my life anymore when it comes to materialism things. You know, I know what I want and I know what I want to have. So that's what I would choose. I would choose definitely respect over anything. Now, you know what you know what they say, you know, respect doesn't pay the bills. Well, I beg to differ. You could actually pay your bills if you are respected because you do an honest living, an honest job. And you not only support yourself, but you support your friends, your family, whoever needs help, whoever relies on you. You know, not people who mooch off you, but people who are, especially if they're fully capable, which I've had that happen with me. You know, you support people who are unable to work for themselves or unable to go out there and earn a living for themselves as an independent person. You know, I'm always all about business. You play you, you, you play hard after you've worked harder. It's never play hard and then work somewhat after. I, I cannot stand that. That's a topic for another, another day. But, you know, people who, you know, work a little bit and they look for their trying to, you know, gain some uh, vacation time, you know, three, four months after working a few days in a row or whatever the case may be. Those are lazy people. Those are lazy people. Those are people who don't know what real hard work is. You know, they have a job. They take it for granted. Okay, when's my first vacation? When can I get some vacation time off? They work for six months. It's like, okay, I need a vacation. Like what? It's good. Like if you work really hard at first and you do nothing but work, and then when you get into a space where you can call your own shots and you're financially comfortable and you're resourcefully comfortable, you could be like, all right, then you could transition to like, all right, I'll work six months. All right, when can I take my next vacation or my first vacation, come back, work another six months and do another vacation or work a three to four to five to maybe six months and have a next vacation. Okay, go back and work another three, four, five, six months hard, you know, every day, like just steady like dolo working hard and then you go when you do your thing you know a few months later go take a little vacation even if you're going somewhere or you're staying in the city or staying in the country whatever the case may be you know and then you'd be like you know you, you can pace yourself a little bit better but i always say work hard first don't look for that vacation time first that will eventually come and it will always be there you know work hard first so that that way later on you could take an early retirement you can, uh, you can rely on yourself to do whatever you want and whatever you wish whenever you feel like it, you know. But work hard first. Don't think about when your next vacation time is because it does not, it does not look good and it doesn't pay off for you that way because you're gonna find yourself working even more and longer because. You were constantly taking vacations. You were constantly looking for a way out of, of um, you know, making the best and the most out of your job. I always think you should, you should, um, you should work hard now so that you can enjoy the fruits of your labor later on. And even for some of you, like I said, take an early retirement or take a long vacation or take a long time off and just chill and enjoy your life. If you work now if very hard, if you work hard now, then you can 
call your shots later on you know but some people just they want to put the um they want to put the cart before the horse as opposed to putting the horse before the cart you know and it just doesn't work that way but again you know not everybody is as hard working as i am or you the listener you know some people are just plain flat out lazy and they just they invest all their money and time and energy into vacation time and buying all this bullshit that doesn't mean anything or depreciates over time. You do know that as soon as you buy something, I mean, duh, Sherlock, you know, as soon as you buy something, you take it out of its original packaging, it loses its value. So now whatever you paid, if you paid hundreds or you paid thousands of dollars on something, as soon as you open it up or using it, it no longer has the same value and you'd be lucky if you even get a quarter of what you paid if that if you were trying to go and sell it or get rid of it or something of that nature so to me like again it is respect because if you are respected you know people will be like yo this guy is down to earth or this girl this woman is down to earth you know she's not easily moved or affected by all this sh- bullshit and fluff that's around him or her you know they they they're very simple but they live very a wealthy life without having a whole lot of money or having a whole lot of materialistic things for for example you don't need a whole lot and you can see that they live good and they live comfortably and they don't worry and they work hard and they go and they enjoy themselves when they enjoy themselves and that's it like me i've not had a vacation in over 23 and a half years i have not been anywhere except for excuse me i had to sneeze (laughs) i guess somebody's thinking about me um I have not had a vacation in 23 and a half years. I have not gone anywhere in 23 and a half years. I last vacation I had taken legitimately free and clear was in Trinidad to see my friends, see my family and friends and loved ones. Uh, August of 1997. That was the exact last time I ever went anywhere. And look at that. I'm trying to bring it full circle, especially when this I mean, it's been hit and miss, but that's a whole other story. Um, I'm trying to bring it full circle where my last vacation becomes my first vacation in 23 and a half years. And that's going back to Trinidad. That's the first place I'm going to go to to visit my friends, my family, my loved ones, my family, my friends, my loved ones, however we, what order you want to say it. That's going to be my first my first vacation is Trinidad, and then I'm going to go to other places. Obviously, after that, New York, um, Las Vegas, which these are places that I've been to, but for very short periods of time when I was a lot younger, a lot younger. Um, obviously, Miami, you know, and I do want to go other places. I want to go to Japan because I am fascinated by the culture. I do want to go to Italy. But these are places that I will eventually go to. And I know what my time is coming. You know, I I may be getting close to 42 years old. But it doesn't mean that, you know, I have to behave and act like a 42-year-old. Where I'm going to act like an old person. I've always said that I was an old soul trapped in a young body. I've always been that way. But I mean, trust me, I can rock with the best of them. And I can take to the streets with anybody. But at the end of the day, I know how to party. I know how to love life and all that. But... To me, I've always been business first and then playtime after, you know. It's always the way I've self-taught myself. 
I've always realized that once you work hard and you work extra hard, you will always uh, reap the benefits even more and then some later on. So I'm not moved by materialism. I'm not moved by land and ownership of, of, of shit that really at the end of the day you're going to end up getting rid of and you definitely can't take with you again when the casket drops. It's almost like a mantra to me. You know, you, you know, you could have all this money and all this status and all this materialism, but you can't take it with you when you die. You know, you could leave it behind for somebody else who's like-minded, but again, they can't take it with them either. It's who you were as a person, what kind of respect that you have for yourself and for your fellow man and woman. You know, as a human being, how were you to people? Were you generous? Were you a good person? Were you a good listener? Were you helpful? Were you uh, uh, just genuinely a good person? And were you always a, a stand-up dude? You know, were you uh, a stand-up woman? Were you, you know, helpful? As I said, were you always there for people when you when they needed you? You know, and and. and what kind of love and respect did you get from people? And that's why I would always tr choose respect. Because, you, again, you can have all this money and materialism, but if you have no respect, none of that shit means anything. And that's it. That's it for me. That is food for thought. So I hope I got you guys all thinking. I am going to get out of here as I'm running up against time here. I got to start recording some of the other shows. I hope that you enjoyed this show and I got you thinking throughout the entire show. Uh, we are definitely going to come back again here next week for TFE Radio, the seventh show, and that will be on the 12th, which will then be four days after my 42nd birthday, and I'll come back and report to you how my birthday went. The first ever COVID birthday of yours truly, of course, as you know, this past year has been almost a nightmare surreal uh, birthday, uh, excuse me, <laughs> uh, time in everybody's life. And a lot of you have already celebrated birthdays throughout the year and this crazy time. But I will report to you how my birthday went and that going to be my first ever COVID birthday. So that's it for me. Again, if you want to um, keep us going, you can definitely donate. You could use, as you heard throughout the commercials of the show, the Amazon's Audible trial. You could use our unique URL at audibletrial.com slash TFE. You could use that unique URL and you can help us. We can get a little kickback. If you get your Amazon's Audible service going uh, you, for the first 30 days, regardless if you keep the service or not, if you keep the service after the 30 days, pay $14.95 a month access to 200,000, damn near 200,000 plus titles, all types of content. Uh, we are also looking and hoping to get uh, Amazon Audible channel on there for this particular podcast, TFE Radio. As I had made mention last week, we are already on Amazon's music plat uh, podcast platform. We're in six countries right now that where Amazon Music is available. Again, those countries I had listed last week. I had made announcement of that, including on social media. Those six countries are the United States, the United Kingdom, Japan, uh, Germany, and Mexico and Brazil. And of course, we're all over the 60 plus other platforms that we are a part of, of course, uh, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, 
you Spotify, and a partridge in a pear tree. And if you would like to, again, also donate, and if you do not want to get yourself uh, the Amazon Audible service going, you could use our unique URL, our PayPal, www.paypal.me slash T-F-E-N-A-V-A-R-R-O. That's www.paypal.me slash T-F-E Navarro. The money goes directly to me, and I will definitely shout you out. Um, I'm going to try to get a bit more donations um, for you the, from you, the listener, and then I will start to then uh, do something special for all of you who have donated and shout you guys all out on the show and call you out by name. Obviously, I won't give up your last name, but I will thank you individually. So far, I'm keeping a, a small tally of you that have donated. I've got your name and last name, and those of you who have messaged and donated, thank you so very much. And of course, if you're not able to help monetarily, you know what you can do. You can download, share, subscribe, you know, like. You can just listen to us every week and continue to support us. And of course, as usual, as you know, you can always join us on social media, both my company and myself. You can join me at TFE Navarro. That's T-F-E-N-A-V-A-R-R-O on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or just look up James Navarro and you can see the same profile picture everywhere. You could also join my company on social media at TFE, the Franchise Entertainment on LinkedIn, TFE Worldwide on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and of course you could check us out as I'm still fixing the link and everything pertaining to us online where you can find all those links as well at itsmyurls.com slash tfe worldwide and that's it thank you very much everybody for joining us this is my pre-birthday round of shows under the tfe radio network and i'm going to say already in advance thank you to all of you that have or will be wishing me a happy birthday so that's it, everybody. Please listen back here next week for TFE Radio Uncut and Uncensored. And of course, the other shows on the TFE Radio Network. We'll be back with TFE Radio Trinidad. Uh, the next show that you see there, especially if you start with Anchor, you can uh, have your choice of downloading all three shows, one show or two shows, as long as you're listening to us. And that's it. I'm your humble host and narrator, James Strength Navarro. Have a great week, everybody. Stay safe and stay blessed. Bye for now.